Welcome back to another episode of the Second Phase Podcast. I am so excited about today's guest. She is just a wealth of information when it comes to coaching. And I don't know about you guys, but I have always wondered about coaching and I am now diving into coaching myself with brand coaching and brand marketing strategy. And I'm really, really loving the teaching aspect and sharing my knowledge and sharing my expertise. And there have been so many times I've wondered, well, do I have the credentials for this? Do I need a certification? Am I really worth doing this? And, you know, all these questions swirl around in my mind. And at the end of the day, of course I have the credentials because I have experienced all of the things and done all of the things that I'm teaching. So today's guest, Michelle Marie, is a business and success coach. Michelle Marie is the host and creator of Put Your Passion to Work podcast and Profitable Coaching Academy. As a business and success coach, Michelle teaches women how to start profitable coaching businesses. She believes success comes from having a positive mindset and simple business strategies. With her intuitive mentorship, you'll feel inspired to take her tangible tips and put them into action, even if you're a mom and work full-time, because she does too. So you guys, this conversation was so good. We dove into what coaching is, what it takes to be a coach. The, she answers the question, do we need a certification or is our expertise enough? We talked about the cost of getting certified as well as how much you can make coaching and how to design a pricing structure. She offers an incredible free course at the end of the show that I think you're going to find super, super valuable. If you are looking to supplement your income post COVID, maybe you have been laid off. Maybe you, you know, lost your job and you're trying to figure out what you're going to do next. She really gives some great tips on how you could use coaching as that supplemental income or even move you into a new career as a coach. So listen in and at the end, please go download Michelle's free course as well as listen to her podcast episodes that she refers to during our conversation because I think that you have an opportunity here to launch something of your own that could really fulfill you and serve others at the same time. Enjoy the episode. Hello friends, welcome to the second phase podcast. I'm Robin Graham, your host and a brand marketing strategist and photographer passionate about helping women connect and grow their audience and get more clients. I am so excited you're here with me today to chat all about branding, personal development, and life overall in this second phase. What is the second phase? The second phase for me was a change in careers and learning how to navigate a new world and build the business from the ground up when I was actually terrified to put myself out into the world as something new. For some, the second phase is a significant lifestyle change, a traumatic loss, a move, an illness, it could be any number of things. No matter the definition of your second phase, we are here together to learn about creating a brand that stands out and makes an impact and grow as our authentic selves and follow our callings, our passions, our visions, and our values. Now grab your cup of coffee or the dog's leash 
and let's dive into a new episode. Michelle Marie, welcome to the Second Phase Podcast. Robin, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited you're here. I think this is a topic today that is so important, especially in light of how the spring of 2020 has gone with the pandemic. And so many people are wondering what can they do now in light of the fact that they lost their job or how can they supplement their income going forward to recoup all of the economic loss that they experienced because they lost their job or were laid off. So let's dive into the subject of coaching. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. Um, So I am a huge proponent of the coaching world. Three years ago, I didn't even really knew a coaching world existed. So I can definitely talk about that a little bit in the fact that the coaching world, let's call it, or the coaching industry is really a booming industry. It's uh, according to the International Coaching Federation, which is kind of like this accrediting body, if you want to go that route and get credentialed, they're the governing body to do so. Um, They estimate that the industry is a $2 billion industry. And just a few years ago, it was a $1 billion industry. So that tells you that it's booming. It's, um, I compare it kind of to um, the the retail industry of like selling, um, selling dog products to Americans because we love our pets and animals. And that's a booming industry, right? So it's something that is becoming a lot more mainstream. So whereas before growing up, you might think like, oh, who needs a coach? Well, athletes need a coach. Now you could have a coach to help you through a difficult time in your life or to even prosper and grow and find purpose with your life. You can get a coach to help coach you through health and wellness and non-diet lifestyle changes you can have and hire a coach like me for business if you want to start a coaching business or a VA business or something that you can, like you said, supplement your income to either have more eggs than what you have in your one basket, let's say of your nine to five, uh, or use this to transition, if that's your goal, out of a nine to five environment, or you can kind of have this best of both worlds the way that I've developed it. And you can do both. You can do both with just a handful of hours a week, like five hours a week, and really supplement your income by two to 4,000 or even more per month. And that's kind of what I've been called to do and help other coaches do through my business and through my uh, putyourpassiontowork.com that I founded two years ago. So it's been really enlightening. And the more that I learn about it, because I'm constantly learning, Robin, the more that I love it and the more that I get engrossed into this coaching world. And so um, we kind of, before we hit record, we were talking about why I think coaching is the best industry to get into. If you are someone who has like me worked for over half their life for a nine to five and you're looking for that something more, or you're looking to supplement your income and diversify your portfolio. I love that. So let's start with you telling us, because you just dropped so many great points (laughs) um, that I think we're going to elaborate on quite a bit throughout our conversation. But you just mentioned at the end of that um, 
segment of what you were saying about how you transitioned into this incredible opportunity to become a coach and coach coaches. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about you for a second and about your journey from phase one to phase two and finding that you wanted more and how you discovered what that thing was going to be or what your calling was. was. Yeah, it's something that took many years to develop, actually. I think I always knew I had this entrepreneurial spirit, and it showed itself throughout the years through many different um, hobbies that I wanted to eventually turn into like this accidental business, right? Like you hear of so many people that started their successful business by accident, quote unquote, meaning like, oh, I, I started making, you know, bow ties in my basement and selling them on Etsy. And now I have a million dollar business. Like that's what I was looking for. And after many, many failed attempts, I kind of gave up and I likened myself to just, you know what? I have two business degrees. I work for a business. This must be what I'm meant to do. So a little backstory too. I'm in my mid thirties. I've been with the same company for over half of my life. So if you do the math, I got hired for my nine to five right out of high school. And I still work there to this day, you guys. So it's been quite a journey and it hasn't always been a journey that I thought or a path that I thought I was going to go down. So I guess my awakening or the moment that changed my trajectory is this time around two years ago, actually one year ago, um, I realized that actually, no, it was two years ago, Robin. So I'm coming up on my 19th year. So this was on year 17 when I realized a year from that point, I would be 36 years old and working for my company for 18 years, half my life. And it caused me to really self-reflect. And at the end of the day, I wasn't fulfilled. I, I wasn't happy. Like I was checking off all the boxes, had the job, had the kids, the husband. Um, the work that I did wasn't fulfilling yet. I, I made good money. I worked really hard to get to where I was at in my career, two promotions in under two years. And I was faced with, okay, if I want to make more money and really like provide this lifestyle for my family, my husband and I, you know, I have to climb the corporate ladder. I have to get promoted again and make more money. What would that mean? What would the cost be? The cost, at least in my company and so many others, you know, going to that third level and above management level, it meant more hours, more time away from my family. I was trying to do less. I wanted to work not even 40 hours, much less 50 and be away from my family. So it started conflicting with my values and what was important to me. And I wasn't ready to quit, but I wasn't ready to just be like, this is my life now and just live with it. Like my dad, who's um, of the older generation, he comes from the school of thought. It's like you work, you put in your 40 hours and then you go live your life. Then you go do what makes you happy. Work is work. And I just refuse to believe that. I don't want that for my mm -hmm. life. So I had to make a change. And so I started, I actually hired a life coach. Google searched, found someone I liked, hired her. And it was to discover my purpose. And she goes, after some conversation, have you ever thought about being a coach? I'm like, no, I haven't. And then we went through some exercises and I, I pulled out, Robin, some life experience and some expertise that I have done in my past volunteer work. I was a board member for this nonprofit women's organization that did the very thing that I do now, um, help women, but it was developing them professionally, like in their nine to fives. And I realized I didn't want to do that, but I could apply that and help 
women start their own coaching business. Um, men too, but I say all that to tell you guys that this journey, I think, is something that a lot of people go through. And it's important to know that you can carve your own path and you can do both with the intent on, hey, in three years, if this goes well and I can supplement consistently my income being a coach or being an entrepreneur, that's my three-year plan and that's what I want to strive to do. And so that's kind of where my coaching comes in and who I help. I love so much about what you said. And the one thing that really hit home for me is I talk a lot about values and sticking to our values. And I'm a huge fan of serving other people. And I think that the fact that you stepped out of, say, your comfort zone, hired a life coach to help you discover yeah. what your calling was and where you could really apply your values. I think it's so important. And I think it's something that we often forget. We forget that there are others out there when we're feeling stuck and we're feeling overwhelmed that can help us find that clarity to stick with our values, but yet be able to use them in a way that's going to serve other people and fulfill us at the same time. Yeah. And if you want to hear more about my journey, I take a little bit of a deeper dive in actually the three things that I really did to discover this calling and kind of like step into it, which is a whole other podcast episode. Cause as you know, as an entrepreneur, you, it's like a roller coaster and you have all these self-limiting beliefs. Can I really do it? Can I really make money online two to $4,000 with five hours, give or take a week's time? Like now I know the answer is yes, but you couldn't have told me that three years ago and I wouldn't have believed you. And even people in my life that are close to me still don't really believe it. They still don't know coaching. They don't think it's valuable or worthy. And that's part of, I guess, your job when you market your business is to show them the value and how transformational it can be. Um, but what I was going to say is if you resonate with this journey and you want to kind of see what the steps that I did with my life coach, you can go back to episode one of my podcast, put your passion to work and get some tangible tips on some things you can do to go on this like self-discovery journey is what I call it now. Cause I was like a yes man. I was, you know, saying yes to so many things because I wanted that something more, but they weren't serving me. And all they were doing was giving me like fancy titles after my name or taking up time. And it wasn't serving my higher purpose. It was like a stepping stone. And I had to actually set boundaries, you know, quit some things that I thought I really loved, but again, they just didn't serve me. And they were just time suckers at that point. So all that stuff is in the podcast episode too. So everybody go and listen to that because I bet that at least three fourths of you are raising your hand and saying, Oh my <laughs> gosh, I feel that that's exactly how I feel. Or I, I felt that way a year ago and I still feel lost. So go listen to that episode of put your passion to work. Michelle's got a great podcast and I highly recommend it. So Let's share the love and I'll send you over to Michelle's <laughs> podcast as well. So Michelle, let's, let's dive in a little bit. So you've shared a little bit about your journey, but let's talk a little bit about how you discovered that coaching coaches was going to be your path. And then how does that work? Like how, do, how do 
how do coaches even help other people in general, let alone, you know, what is coaching? We hear that yeah. term so frequently now. If you go and look through Instagram, if you if you follow the hashtag coach, you're going to see millions of posts. And what does that actually mean to an individual who is, you know, wanting to start an entrepreneur entrepreneurial journey or who, you know, is in a nine to five, but may be considering trying to find something. What does being a coach actually mean? And how do you help coaches coach other people? Yeah, there's a lot there. So first things first, if I've piqued your interest in any way, here's some things that I think would mean that you could be a good coach. So first and foremost, a big question that I always get asked is, do you need a certification? So I had mentioned the accrediting body, the ICF. The answer is no. You don't need, quote unquote, need a certification. Now you definitely can, if you're like me and you like schooling, you like education, you like that traditional way of learning, by all means, you can go ahead and pay to get certified, but you don't need that. It's, it's not a regulated industry. And so it's a very personal decision. And the analogy that I like to use, Robin, is um, just tell me a chef that you know, just a, a famous chef. Oh, Ray Dumond. Okay. Don't know him. <laughs> her. It's her. Okay. She's the um, oh, she's the pioneer woman cooks or whatever. I yeah. do know her. Yes. Okay. Guess what? She's self-taught. She never went to a cuisine, you know, culinary school in France. She is a self-taught chef who is now has her own brand, her own million dollar industry, right? She sells, you know, cookware. She's got cookbooks. She's got an entire store. I, she's in Oklahoma yeah. and she has an entire, like this gorgeous store now of all of yes. these things she creates. She is the self-taught coach. If she was in the coaching industry, she does not have a certification. She took her life experience, her passion and her expertise and created something. That's what I want everyone to know here. Do you need a certification? No. Do you maybe want to get one to learn the skills of how to coach properly? Sure. Maybe then you want to go down that route, but you don't need it. As of right now, I am not a, an accredited coach. I have used my life experience, my expertise, my love and passion of helping others and liking to um, teach others along with some very smart investments that I've made, like those are, that's my clout. That's my accreditation. And that's what you read when you go to my about page. And so anyone so here- can I, inter can I interrupt you for one second and just ask a couple of questions? Mm -hmm. So one, do you have an idea of how much would it cost someone if they did want to go the route to get certified? Yeah, I did the research two years ago and I, I ended up not doing it. Um, instead, I invested a thousand dollars into a program to learn how to start my coaching business and developed that into my own for other coaches. But the one that I was looking at that I really liked, it was 10 to $15,000 and it would have took six months to a year. And I really thought long and hard about that. I'm like, what are these three little letters going to give me? I had a lot of self-limiting beliefs and doubts that I had to work through. And I thought no one would take me serious unless I have that piece of paper sounds really similar to me getting my undergrad and my master's degree that I do work that doesn't have anything to do with my schooling and my degrees and my, you know, if you can see my shelf behind me where my um, diploma is like, so I stopped that. I said, you know what, the people that I learned from and invested with that are 
really successful, they aren't certified either. And so it's a personal decision. Do you want to go to the, you know, uh, the school, the cuisine or the culinary school in France, or do you want to be self-taught? That's, that's the analogy that I use. I love that. And I think, you know, you said something before about using your life experiences. And I think people in general discount the experiences we have gone through in our life journey. And so many of those experiences we have give us enough expertise to be able to then share mm -hmm. that, ex that experience in a way that is so incredibly powerful and effective. Yeah, and I use the term expertise because you don't have to be this expert in like 10 tiers above what you're teaching others. You really just need to be two to three steps ahead. So think about if you went to college, there's someone teaching Algebra 101 to people who've never learned algebra. I'm not saying you have to be a coach and start teaching algebra, you know, advanced algebra 501 class. You could be the Algebra 101 coach or teacher and just take what you know and teach people who don't know anything about that subject or the thing that you're passionate about. So you can be a couple steps ahead of anyone where you're at and still take your love of learning and teaching and package that into a coaching business. And this is why no matter if I rebrand or if I kind of sway the type of person that I um, help or how I help them, it will always be the coaching world because I'm starting to switch up and see the, the problems that coaches have marketing themselves. And so I'm adding a little bit of my old sales background into the mix and being a little bit more strategic and a strategist versus like the open-ended question that coaches will ask. So that's cool too. And you can kind of pivot once you're in this world, but you don't ever know until you start working with people. And so I guess if I had to give the definition of what a coach is, a coach is anyone who can help and teach others about an area or a subject matter that they know more than their student does. And this goes across the board, you guys. This can be business, health, fitness, wellness, any subject. You can put the word coach after it really and start to use your expertise. The other thing too is creating digital products or services, like you can create something and sell it passively and supplement your income that way. And that online course industry is another $2 billion industry too. So um, there's someone, there's a certain industry right now that I'm working with. And this came out of a couple of clients and I think you know where I'm going with this, Robin. So I have a couple of clients who are licensed therapists and they both came to me and started working with me because they wanted to add coaching to their lineup, to their mix of the things that they offer. And I don't know too deeply about the reasoning, but at a very, very high level, I can tell you it's because they didn't want to deal so much with insurance and all that like red tape. You do have to draw a line of what coaching is and what therapy is, and you can't cross that line. So I always tell them, you know, you have to have that conversation, write a blog post, Make people sign something to cover yourself, a disclaimer, but they're finding that people want to be coached and they want to be more forward thinking versus therapy, which is kind of like to uncover and unravel your past to help you. Um, this is more future and fo uh, future focused. And so I've been working towards like a program that would specifically help therapists um, add coaching to their lineup. And it's been such a wonderful experience 
helping these women do such amazing things for their people, like body issues, recovering from body issues and um, helping, you know, people with their mental health. Like it's been so amazing. Oh, that's awesome. Those are incredible, incredible skill sets to offer to people. Because I think a lot of times when people are searching for something, and they can't find it, it's because of something that either happened in their past, an issue that they have with themselves, like you mentioned, body image, or it could be that they just can't, the, the past or the current situation is, has got them so consumed, they can't look to the future. So someone who has that ability to help on both levels, I think is so powerful. It's time for a giveaway. Here's the deal. We are almost to 50 episodes of the second phase podcast, and I want to celebrate with a giveaway. You have an opportunity to win from June 20th to June 30th. I'm giving away two prizes, a brand audit in a 30 minute call with me. We will review your overall brand, including your website and Instagram page. I'll give you actionable feedback on how you can improve your brand presence and build relationships to get more clients. The second prize is a summer 2020 bundle. You will get to visit my Etsy shop and have a chance to win three items, a journal, a package of note cards, and a face mask to wear and keep you safe on all of your summer adventures. Here's how to enter. Leave a written review on Apple Podcasts, which is iTunes, Take a screenshot of your written review, share your review on Instagram stories and tag me at the Robin Graham. It's that simple. I can't wait to read the reviews and I most importantly can't wait to give you your prize. Good luck. Yeah. And it's really coaching for me. It transforms lives. Um, coaches, you know, they help their clients basically improve their life their relationships, their business performance, their career performance, you name it, there's a coach out there that does it. Um, it's gone beyond our definition of the coach that helps athletes. Mm -hmm. So it's such an amazing industry, Robin. I think that anyone here who has a nine to five, who wants to do something more and has something that they love to teach or has a passion of helping others, or they're that person that their friends and family come to for advice, you have a coach inside you. So explore that, get a life coach, you know, talk to someone who's been doing this for a while. They can come to me and go through my free program to start a profitable coaching business and just get your feet wet. A few hours a week, dedicate that to your learning of what it means to be a coach for you and what you'd want to offer and see where it takes you because it's taken me really far. I'm on track to supplement my income by, you know, almost $30,000 and it's been under two years and that's part-time work. If I were to really take it full time or get a team or like expand, I could see this supplementing my income and maybe I could walk away from my, my nine to five in three years time. Mm -hmm. um, that's something that I'm currently exploring. So more to come on that, but it's just a great thing if you don't want to leave your nine to five, but you want to do something more definitely look into the coaching industry. You know, it, as you were saying that, I was thinking to myself, what a phenomenal opportunity, really, because 
if you are not fulfilled in your nine to five, but you need the salary, you need the benefits, you really want to keep the 401k or whatever retirement fund they have for you, but yet you really want to do something else. This is a great opportunity to help other people. Yeah. Fulfill yourself, help other people, serve other people and, and make additional money and see if you really like it. And then, you know, build a business out of that. I mean, this is, you're, yes. you are living the typical, I guess, by definition, side gig life right now. And you're proving that it's very successful and you're only having to do five or so additional hours of work a week, which I think is remarkable. Thank you. Thank you. And I can tell you, you know, I do have things that help me in my life. Like for example, I work primarily from home. So before, you know, the world got turned upside down, topsy-turvy, I was already a work from home mom. Um, now my, I, I'm a mom. So I have two boys. They're five and, oh my gosh, no, six and eight. I was going to say five and seven. They just had birthdays. They're six and eight. And so I have a kindergartner and a second grader at home with me. And when I started this, you know, two years ago, I had a four and a six-year-old. So, I mean, they were kind of out of like the phase of diapers and naps and stuff. So that made a difference. But I know women who do it with three babies at home because she does it. She also works from home and she just manages her lifestyle. Very type A, this person that I'm thinking about, and I am not a type A. So I've just found this, for lack of a better word, balance to make it work. It's all an ebb and flow my nine to five comes first. So during my work hours, that's what I have to give my attention to because that's what um, pays the bills. And I, I'm a good employee. Sorry. That's what pays the bills. And I want to be a good employee. So I have to dedicate my 40 hours of time and energy to that. But above and beyond that, I'm a night owl. And so I find a few hours uh, each week after the boys go down for sleep. And I've said, I've literally built my business after bedtimes. A lot of people are morning people. So you can get up a couple hours early before your kiddos and, and work on your biz. And that's who I help. I, I help working professionals find that time, find out when I go to sit down, what do I work on to really start making a difference and making a profit inside of my coaching business? Yeah. So Michelle, how, when you started your business, how did you, for those people who are sitting there and listening to this and thinking to this up themselves, oh my gosh, I think this is my answer. How yes. did you structure your business in the beginning as far as number one, getting clients and number two, what to charge? I know that's the biggest questions. Um, I, I answer these questions inside of my free course. It's how to start a profitable coaching business and I'll give you the link for the show notes, but what you charge depends on what your goals are, your realistic goals. And I say you can set good, better, and best goals. So it would be good if I made, you know, one or 2000 a month to start. That's a good goal. It would be better if I could say, hey, I make five grand a month, let's say. But it would be, I would be writing to Oprah and I would be shouting it out off the rooftops if I can make 100000 a year with my coaching business, right? So you set those goals. Not everyone wants to be on the cover of Forbes. Not everyone wants to spend the time and effort to build a six figure business. That's a term that gets thrown around a lot, right? Maybe we just want to make a couple thousand extra a month to take an extra vacation, to upgrade our hotel or to fly first class, whatever it is. For me, it's um, building out my, my kids' college funds and also paying off my student debt, right? 
So your goals are very personal to you. So set your income goals by good, better, best, and then decide how many hours do you want to work? Five hours a week, give or take, you know, 52 weeks out of the year. Let's say you want to dedicate 2000 hours a year to your coaching business. So that's five hours, give or take, right? Including vacations and time off. So you would do the math. If you want to make $20,000 a year, divide that by the amount of hours. Now you come up with an hourly rate. And let's say you want to help someone for six weeks, an hour each time. So six hours times that by the number you just got, that's a great start for new coaches. And a lot of people are out here saying, you know, charge premium prices, thousands and thousands of dollars. Sure. You can do that. You can get to that point, but you should appropriately charge for your experience, how long you've been doing the work you're doing, how many transformations you've actually helped people achieve. You can start a little bit small and always increase. You don't have to come out of the gate charging, you know, $5,000 for someone to work with you. I didn't. It just didn't feel right. I'm working up towards that and I have different tiers. So you can do different tiers and things like that. So that's pricing. That's great. Very, very good tips. And I, I think I, I like it, especially because it gives you perspective on where you're at now, but where you also could go in the future. Absolutely. Yeah. And then how did you get your first client? Like, how did you, how did you market yourself? How did you put yourself out there? You know, did you create, I mean, for me, it would be all about creating a brand so that you have something to market. Like what steps did you take to get clients? to draw them in and make those connections so people would hire you. Funny story, because when you were on my podcast, Robin, you said that people kind of get it backwards where we work, we, we worry about the logo, the colors, the fonts, like that is the least thing you probably should worry about when it comes time to brand yourself. And that's what I focused on first. Whereas I should have been more focused on my message and you know, what words do I want someone to feel when they visit my site or what have you? So first things first, though, to answer your question, you need to build your online presence. And I'm a big proponent of a website. Now, my website was still under construction when I landed my first client. So you can be doing both, like spend a couple hours of that five hours a week dedicated to getting your website up and running and you can just put like a coming soon on there, but go ahead and get your domain and what, what have you. But I spent time building my online presence. A part of that. Yes. Was branding. I was sick of wasting time. So I did invest my first um, $1,000 or so to a program that helped me learn how to become a coach and how to build a business and stuff. So through that, I just took it and ran with it. And I, after I made that big investment, that was hard to do that thousand dollars that I knew I might not make back was hard. And so I, I dedicated myself. I kind of gambled. I put my money where my mouth was and said, if I spend this amount of money, I know I'll show up. I know I'll do the work. And at the very least I'll make my money back. If I hate it, I'll get a client for a thousand or two clients for 500 and never do it again. Make my money back. All is good. Right? Well, that didn't happen. I took it and I loved it. And I made that investment back within three months. I ran out of inspired action, a, a challenge in Facebook. Facebook has been very instrumental for me to grow my business and get clients. So it's almost like online networking, 20 minutes a day, a few times a week, going in groups that I know where my people are hanging out in providing value, asking questions, inviting them to a call, or just like really showing up and serving 
the clients kind of came. So people just resonated with me. Um, Instagram, you, as you know, I like to hang out there. And so I think people would find me on Facebook, see that I have a coaching business. Then they go see, you know, if I have a pulse on Instagram and what I'm up to there, and that would build that no like trust factor. Mm -hmm. And from there, you just keep growing, keep growing, show up and be visible, show up consistently. And that's how it kind of happened. So um, the last thing I'll say too, is I have a podcast episode, how I found my first five paying clients. And you can check that out too. And I, I give you um, exactly the formula, what I did and how you can go out and do that too. That's fabulous. So Michelle, this has been really fun. I, you know, I see these coaches all over social media and I was, I've always wondered, okay, what exactly do they do? How do they help people? And how do they find this to be able to be call themselves an expert in whatever area? So I love how you have described that to us that if we have lived through any type of experience, we are now able to say that we went through that and then help other people go through that because we developed expertise mm -hmm. just by going through the experience in and of itself. So I love that first. And I love that you gave us so many details on how you started, how you priced, and the fact that you have an entire free course that people can go and find and dive into this journey themselves. So will you please tell the listeners where they can find you, how they can download the free book and the link for your podcast as well? Yeah, absolutely. So you can go to putyourpassiontowork.com and right there on the homepage, it'll ask you if you're ready to start your passionately profitable coaching business. And when you say, I sure am, and you click, you will get a link to the free course. So it's a series of about five videos. You can take one each day. A lot of people consume it in like 30 minutes or so. And there's accompanying worksheets. So it'll get you through what we talked about today. Uh, what kind of coach should I be? Can I call myself a coach? How can I do it? How do I market? Who do I help? How do I help them? How do I price? Like those basic need to know things. And then there's an opportunity to, um, there's a special deal in there. So if you want to take all that and have like a one-time strategy session and map stuff out with me, there's an offer in there too. So it's been, it's helped hundreds of people start their coaching business. So, um, it's been a great thing and I really love it. And I'm so passionate about the coaching industry that I just, I want to help everybody and it's hard to do, but I want to help people realize that you can be a coach. You don't need three letters after your name. You can just take your passion and love of helping others and transform that into a coaching business. That's fabulous. And your podcast is put your passion to work. And can they find that on your website as well? Yep. And it's everywhere where you might listen to a podcast. It's all over. And then my Insta is also put your passion to work. That's fabulous. And how about your Facebook? Put your passion to work. Awesome. <laughs> Try to see the branding came in there. Good, right? It did. It really did. I love it. And your face is everywhere too. So Yay. it's very easy for people to get to know you like you and trust you because they see exactly who you are and the type of person you are, which is amazing. Thank you. I think so highly of you too. And I love your podcast and what you're doing, Robin. So thanks for being a catalyst for us women who want to take our love and passion and that entrepreneurial spirit and really do something with it and make their own business. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks for being here, Michelle. I really enjoyed our conversation. Same here. Thank you. And that's a wrap, friends. 
Thank you so much for listening today. I am grateful to have you here with me. If you enjoyed this episode and found the information helpful, will you please take a moment to subscribe and leave a rating and review? That would mean the world to me. It will also help others find the podcast. I really look forward to getting to know my listeners. Will you please connect with me on Instagram? You can find me at the Robin Graham. You can also find me on Facebook and LinkedIn as Robin Graham. And I invite you to join my private Facebook group, the Brand Marketing Insider. Please spread the word about the Second Phase podcast. Until next time, remember to smile.